0: Kendra, I get emails all the time about things I mispronounce. On we've recorded eight hundred episodes, I have mispronounced so many things, mm-hmm. and our kind, gentle listeners always tend to email and let me know. So okay. don't, don't worry about it for one second.
1: Just, just forward <laughs> these emails that you get. Oh
2: my god! I would love to see those. No, don't. I'll, ha- I'll
0: handle the them thing. myself. So I'll never. Sh- I'll never show them to you
2: everyone i'm stephanie and
0: i'm jeremy
2: authors of where should we camp next a 50 state guide to amazing campgrounds and other unique outdoor accommodations
0: almost 12 years ago we bought a pop-up camper that changed our lives and introduced us to the joys of rv travel
2: Join us now as we talk about where to camp, what gear to bring, and the best food to cook.
0: We will also keep you dialed in to the latest RV innovations from people in the know.
2: So pull up a chair and join us around
1: the digital campfire.
0: This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. Today, we are taking you to the great state of Maine for another campground roundup with Tyler and Kendra from 1E1, which is spelt 1Y1.com, if you want to check out their website. And this is going to be their third appearance on the podcast, giving us another roundup of great campgrounds. They came on last summer and gave us a roundup. Of campgrounds in the Pacific Northwest. Then they came back on this spring and gave us a roundup of great campgrounds in Utah. And today we are going back to what is possibly my favorite state in our union. And Maine is just magnificent for camping, magnificent for RV travel, particularly in the summer and the fall. So Tyler and Kendra are going to recommend five really cool and kind of unique campgrounds in Maine that may kind of fly under the radar and you're going to want to check out all five of these campgrounds when we come back in a second and give you this latest roundup from tyler and kendra before we dive in we have a sponsored message from our friends at Campspot and from our friends at blackstone Let's face it. Summers weren't meant to be experienced sitting at a desk or staring at a computer screen. It's time to call time out. Campspot is here to help. Campspot is an instant booking platform for camping across North America featuring over 140,000 campsites. Research and book the best campgrounds, RV parks, cabins, glamping destinations, and more to find your time out. Whether it's your next epic adventure, girls' night out, or family reunion, Camp Spot lets you filter your search results by the type of getaway you want. Browse by location, price point, site type, amenities, and more. Campspot also offers premium inventory, real-time availability, and no membership fees so that you can find the best sites at the best campgrounds for the best prices. Picture it now. Fresh air in your lungs, cool breeze in your hair, warm hugs in your soul, and that grounded sense of self you'll only find when you spend time out. Book your spring and summer camping trips now. Find your time out. Find your Campspot at Campspot.com. The sound of bacon or burgers and steaks sizzling is the sound that you crave this summer. Blackstone is the original flat-top griddle with more than 5 million griddles sold. Blackstone is the way that America cooks in the great outdoors. You can cook everything you can on a traditional grill and a thousand things you can't. Do you want an incredible breakfast? How about lunch or dinner? The solid steel flat top infuses the flavors. Pick the size and style that's right for your next camping trip. The 17-inch and 22-inch griddles are easy to store in your RV and still have the space to feed the hungriest army. They even have 17- and 22-inch griddles with side burners for greater outdoor cooking versatility. With Blackstone, you can cook anything, anytime, anywhere. For fun and flavor that you can't find anywhere else, else go wherever griddles are sold or head on over to Blackstoneproducts.com because it's better on a Blackstone. Hello Tyler and Kendra and welcome back to the RV Atlas for your I believe your third appearance. How are you guys doing?
2: We're doing well. It's good to be back. Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, thank
1: you. It's good to hear your voice again.
0: Yeah, it's. I think it was April the last time we talked. And last summer you did a roundup of campgrounds in the Pacific Northwest that was one of the most popular episodes of the year. And then in the spring, you did a roundup of Utah campgrounds. And today you're going to be taking us to the great state of Maine and sharing five awesome campgrounds that you've been to there. You, you guys have been everywhere, it seems.
1: Yeah, this is actually our third trip around the country in the past five years, so we've been covering a lot of ground lately.
2: Yeah, and we're happy to share some places in Maine. I know that Maine is a huge, sort of camping bucket list spot for for many campers.
0: It summer in Maine and RVing in Maine. Uh, and in New in New England more broadly. But um, that's where we fell in love with with camping and RVing was in in Maine and our early trips to Maine. Before we dive into these Maine campgrounds that when you guys have got a great list, just tell us really quickly, where are you right now as we are recording this?
2: So we are actually at Elk Camp Campground in mineral washington it's about fifteen miles outside of the Nisqually entrance, the Mount Rainier entrance um, and we actually mentioned it last year in the Pacific Northwest Roundup. Um, we loved it so much that we came back
0: <laughs> that is awesome and I, I, in my one of the reasons I just asked you that was in my mind I, I do somewhat link the Pacific Northwest with um, with Maine and more specifically. I find that like Olympic National Park and Acadia National Park to me are almost like sister parks because – there are the, the two parks, the only two parks I can think of really, where you get mountains and ocean in a very dramatic fashion, all in one national park. Now, I know you're not right at Olympic right now, but, but, you're, but you're nearby. So um, that's so cool that you're at one of the campgrounds that you mentioned last time. So, you guys want to dive in and we'll start talking about these five awesome campgrounds in Maine?
2: Yeah, let's do it.
0: All right, let's go. So, where are you taking us to first in the great state of Maine? And this is a camp spot, campground that is bookable on Camp Spot, correct?
1: Yes, that is correct. And this one is called On the Saco Family Campground in Brownfield, Maine. And it literally is on the Saco River. It's located just across the New Hampshire border from the White Mountain National Forest and just about an hour drive away from Mount Washington, which we drove up um, when we were there last fall. So um, beautiful location. And yeah, seven. On the Saco
0: River, did you get they the bumper a... did you get the bumper sticker?
2: Uh, no, <laughs> we... but I wanted to no,
0: we did get the bumper sticker
2: we did, yeah, but we didn't put it on our bumper though no
0: well, can you get to work it's... on that, it's... please?
1: Yeah, it hasn't been placed yet, but we have it in our pile of stickers that we've collected. We just need to find a new location to to stick them all because our previous trunk got filled up, so now we kind of need to find what yeah. we put our stickers on. We next. collect
2: stickers, and so i I'm like losing track. I'm like in places that we go back to a second time. I'm like, do we do we have a Mount Rainier sticker? Like I I forgot.
0: <laughs> I'm a sticker not too. Kendra did not mean to interrupt you. You're about to dive in and tell us more about the campground.
2: Oh, no problem. Um they have 28 full hookup sites as well as five riverfront tent sites and just eleven tent sites, like just general um normal tent sites. Um the cool thing about the RV sites is that they're they're, it's not in a circle, it's in a square, but they all sort sort of point toward the center um, in which there's like a sand pit and a playground area. and so it's a really great spot for families because they can the kids can head out in the in the field and play and the adults can keep an eye on them from their campsite.
0: I've noticed you guys recommend a lot of smaller campgrounds. And I'm wondering, is that like a thing that you guys like is to go to these really kind of like tiny homey mom and pop type campgrounds? I mean, that's what you're at right now again. So is that sort of a favorite type of thing for you?
2: Yeah. And I mean, we get to know the family, Tori and Jason are the owners there and they have three little girls um, that we got to know as well. And they just, I just love that welcoming atmosphere um, that you get in smaller campgrounds. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the amenities of like RV resorts and big RV parks and stuff, but there's something, I mean, when you live on the road, there's something really warm and welcoming about a family campground.
0: Well, that is such a nice way to put it. And the way you explain that, like as, as full timers, uh, it, it's almost like you find a little home when you go to that family-owned campground that's kind of cute and cozy and small. And you're reminding me so much of the Brattleboro North KOA in Vermont that I that I visited this year. So anything else on, on this particular campground, or do you want to move to the next one?
1: Um, yeah, we want to highlight that they also um, rent out kayaks, canoes, and tubes um and so we were able to kayak there and they drop you off to the location and then you just end up right back at the campground and so i think that's a unique amenity that they offer there
0: and that's so cool too that a lot of people don't realize this depending where you are in maine your vacation can include the white mountains of new hampshire i mean you're 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 right there that's quite a one-two punch yeah all right so do we want to move to the bass harbor campground
2: Let's do it. Um, Bass Harbor Campground in Bass Harbor, Maine. So it's across the street from the Bass Harbor Light Station, and it's that quintessential sunset spot that you want to, you know, snag that photo at, at Acadia National Park. So it's, like, located practically within the national park
1: which is great because then you don't have to fight over parking because it's a small kind of lighthouse trailhead and so there's not much parking so we literally were able to just walk to the lighthouse for the sunset um so great location there
2: yeah
0: and it's and the great... and the parking the parking is brutal in acadia in the summer so oh, having yeah. a location like this is super helpful yes completely
2: Um, It's a great base camp for for the National Park in general. It's only like two miles down the road from the seawall area, and it's about like a half hour away from Bar Harbor, so we were able to sort of do things nearby, but then drive and do the quintessential acadia stuff and i know you're a huge fan of acadia aren't Mm you
0: we've done acadia more than any other national park that's for sure and we've filmed the go RVing commercial there and uh we went there before we had kids and we've gone there with the kids and it's i think it's i think stephanie would say it's her favorite national park i don't want to speak for her but i do think she would probably say that and um i always say olympic is my favorite national park so yeah we, we we adore this area Yeah, that's funny.
1: Well, this campground has 120 sites, um, which includes tent sites, um, water electric sites and full hookup sites, as well as some cabins and yurts, even if you don't have your own RV. So a lot of different ways to experience this great location.
0: Cool. So anything else on the Bass Harbor campground? And that is super centrally located. Acadia is unique that way in the sense that there are there's privately owned land interspersed in and around the national park, unlike a lot of other national parks. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's probably why you feel like it's similar to Olympic, because it sort of is enmeshed with private land, forest, national forest land and national park
0: that's true when you're driving through olympic like all of a sudden then you're in in the middle of a town or a town pops up or a neighborhood or a community so um all right great so should we move on
1: yeah number three is one of our favorites from maine um, and that's the wild fox cabins and campground in lakeville maine and that is located far down east maine which apparently means it's near the canadian border um the term down east was new to me um but yeah it's it's pretty remote um and they are open year-round and we were there in the fall where the leaves were changing colors and Um, just absolutely beautiful time you mentioned summer in maine but i think fall in maine um, is probably my favorite season to visit
0: not everybody gets up to this part of the state i mean this is fairly remote right it is up there yes it is but i will say it's definitely
1: worth getting away from the crowds
0: and another camp spot another one that's bookable through camp spot
2: Yes. Yes. Um, They have 10 campsites that can accommodate tents and RVs. And it's in another section of the campground. It's not right next to their cabins. The campground, you know, the RV sites are. Um, Right now, they have put uh water and electric through campsites one through four, when we were there, they were sort of in that process. So definitely you want to stay updated on this campground as they continue to make um, changes and updates. It is super private and remote, like we said. Um, and then in terms of the cabin portion of the campground, they have eight modern log cabins that have like hot water. They're not rustic cabins. They have a hot water kitchen, the whole works. Um, and then. Uh, heat, obviously, for those who want to camp in, in the winter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This was a fun one because for us, we're not really boondockers. We can we can go a couple of days, but um, it's a little bit more remote from the RV side. So we kind of feel like it's a good introduction to people who maybe want to boondock or want to um, try something a little bit uh, different. And so this was great because of that reason. It's right on the lake and with all the boats and bike rentals that they have, there's a lot of things to do. Um, There's great fishing nearby and just a great remote main camping experience. And we even saw a moose literally right down the street from the campground. So um, this is like that quintessential... Um, remote maine camping
0: i have friends that are huge maine fanatics kind of like my family is but they the borderline scoff at acadia because it's so crowded you know to mm-hmm. them this is maine getting up to places like this is maine and it's also another tyler and kendra special with the 10 sites right <laughs> this is yeah. the tiniest tiny convey.
1: Yeah. uh, But it's fun because the the owners are a group of friends and they just love the area and kind of went in on this investment property together. And so, again, it's kind of um, whereas uh, the the first on the soccer was family owned, this is kind of friend owned campground. And so we just, I guess, gravitate towards those kind of campgrounds where you just feel like you're part of the, the friend and family package immediately.
0: That is so cool that that, like through your work with Camp Spot and now through your your own work, you have just met so many campground owners throughout the country. And that's been a magical part of the experience for me is just meeting all of these people that make the magic happen at all these different places. And just having that network of friends that own campgrounds has been just been a super cool part of what I do. It sounds like it's the same for you guys.
1: Yeah, it's fun. I mean, without them taking that risk and, you know, leaving whatever whatever careers they had to invest and buy a campground, like we wouldn't be able to experience all these great experiences outdoors. So um, I think it's nice to be able to get to know them and also support these small
0: businesses. Now, we're going to take a break in a second, come back with a couple more campgrounds. And I believe four of the five of these are bookable through Campspot. And Campspot is running a lot of promo codes right now on their website correct like if someone wanted to book a last second summer or a fall trip there are some discounts and specials on the Campspot spot website
2: yes um so this is actually new for camp spot um it's a new update uh for their online travel agency the ota website that they have Campspot.com. so deals for summer i think they have weekend deals um so definitely check that out it's uh you can access it through their their main page
0: all right anything else on wild fox cabins and campground before we take a break
2: um i don't think so. I think I mean we loved it. We obviously hyped it up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That no, sounds great. So we'll come back in a second. We have two more great campground recommendations from Tyler and Kendra, and I'll throw in a few of my favorites from the state of Maine as well. But before we come back, we have sponsored messages from our friends at Bedford and from our friends at Yogi Bears, Jellystone Park. Camp resorts. Did you know that Thetford's Porta Potty is the original and best portable toilet? It is designed with a modern appearance, an ergonomic carrying handle, a standard lid latch, and it is durable and easy to use. There is also a removable seat and cover for easy cleaning. It also has an exclusive rotating pour out spout. A piston pump flush and its sealed valves keeps odors in the holding tank. Its easy to read level indicator tells when it's time to empty. A deodorant sample is included and Thetford's porta potty comes with a three year warranty. For easy transportation or storage, also make sure to check out the Porta Potty carrying bag. Thetford also recommends using liquid holding tank solution like Aquamax Summer Cypress Scent in your porta potty. Due to the size of the porta potty, the liquid will get the job done. Faster. To view their complete lineup of products, please visit Thetford.com. Whether you enjoy the comfort of a luxury cabin, a deluxe RV site, or prefer to try some unique options like yurts, tree houses, or covered wagons, award-winning Jellystone Parks has a variety of first-rate accommodations, attractions, and activities to provide the setting for an affordable and fun family vacation. Our family has been making great camping memories at Jellystone Park for years, and we can't wait to get back and see Yogi Baron friends this spring and summer. Jellystone Park locations have everything you and your family will need Need to make long-lasting camping memories. From amazing water zones, including pools, splash grounds, and splash pads, to mini golf, wagon rides, and jumping pillows, Jellystone Park is the best place for family entertainment this year. You will also find many themed weekend events, including appearances from Yogi Bear and friends. You will notice that family fun at our exciting camp resorts is the main attraction. With over 75 locations across the United States and Canada, make Jellystone Park part of your vacation this spring and summer. Remember, it's not just a campground, it's Jellystone Park. To find out more and book your spring and summer getaways, head on over to jellystonepark.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are here again with Tyler and Kendra, and they're giving us their third episode in about the last year, and each of them has been a different campground roundup. We did a roundup of campgrounds from the Pacific Northwest last summer, which I'll link to in the show notes. That was a great episode. It was one of our most downloaded episodes of the year. Then this spring, they came back on, and they gave us a round a dreamy, roundup of utah campgrounds and on today's episode they are giving us five of their favorite campgrounds in the great state of maine so guys tell us what your fourth pick is and this is also available to book on Campspot.
2: Yeah, so our fourth pick is Moose Creek RV Resort in Greenville, Maine. And this is a brand new RV resort. Um, It's just one mile away from Moosehead Lake, which is a really popular destination um, in Maine's highlands. It just opened in July, so like a month ago, not even. Um, So it's brand new. So for those who are looking for that sort of luxurious RV park, RV resort experience, this is a good one in Maine. Um, It's close to obviously all the lakes. um, um, like Moosehead, as I mentioned, for fishing, swimming, whitewater rafting. Um, but it it gives you pretty good access to the Appalachian Mountains, the highlands. Um, so we went uh, to Mount Katahdin. Oh, man. Kat- Katahdin. I looked up the of this. Like literally, like thirty minutes before this, I was like "Kedaden." Kada- <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a tough one, Kendra. I get emails all the time about things I mispronounce. On we've recorded eight hundred episodes, I have mispronounced so many things, and yeah. our kind, gentle listeners always tend to email and let me know. So okay. don't, don't worry about it for one second.
1: Just, just forward these emails that you get. Oh my god! I would love to see those. No, don't. I'll,
0: ha- I'll handle the them place. myself. I'll never. Sh- I'll never show them to you. Uh, yeah. So no, no, no. Um, the wonderful, magnificent Mount Katahdin.
2: Katahdin, you got it. <laughs> and
1: that's in Baxter State Park. Um, and that was a beautiful area that we loved exploring. We didn't see any moose there, but we saw plenty of moose tracks. And so there was some good hikes in that area.
2: Apparently, that's like the moose ponds trail in Baxter State Park is like the place to see moose. Um, and... Which
0: is why
1: they gave it that great name.
0: <laughs> right. We have never seen a moose in Maine. Or New Hampshire, which kind of drives Stephanie crazy. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm jealous of your most sightings here. Yeah.
1: Um, but this campground has obviously a lot of great RV sites with full hookups, pull-throughs, and back-ends, being that it's a new RV resort. And great bathhouse, reliable Wi-Fi, which um, we all need once in a while. A fishing pond, pool, and a pavilion um, for even special event rentals. So. A lot of great amenities there, including basketball courts, soccer, long games, and a great dog park.
2: And they also have live music season, so that's the entertainment is a cool uh, amenity as well.
0: Are you guys? I'm sorry, I do remember talking to you guys about fishing and fly fishing. I think are Are you guys still doing that as yep. you travel, or am I imagining that we talked about that?
1: Yeah. No, we did talk about that because I got into it last year because we were all in these great locations and it was just like I needed to pick up a fly fishing rod and learn how to do it. Right, um, and
2: when's the last time you went fishing this year?
1: I brought my fishing rod with me uh, now that we're in Washington. Um, I'd like to do it. I just, when you move state to state so quickly and you have to buy a fishing permit for all these different states, it adds up. So I want to make sure I was in a location where I can spend a month um, and, and go fishing. <laughs> so it's on my to-do list.
0: I'm pleased to report <laughs> that we're as i mentioned to you before i hit record we're going to be leaving for great smoky mountains national park soon and i have been investigating getting my son theo a fly fishing lesson because he really really wants he's he's gone crazy for fishing this summer really wants to try uh, fly fishing. So I think I'm going to take him and just the two of us go one day and then Stephanie and Max and, and Wes will do something else because they don't want to do a fly fishing lesson. Um, yeah. So I've, I'm super excited to try, even though I'm anticipating complete and utter failure.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he'll pick up on it quickly. Um, kids seem to have a knack for picking things up quickly. But yeah, as an adult, learning how to, to get that timing right um, with the fly rod um, takes a little practice. So I'm, I'm still trying to get there myself.
2: Can you please do a Smoky Mountain uh, podcast? Because we actually have never been.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys have been everywhere. And that just t- t- like took me by surprise. You haven't been there. <laughs> so we went to the Smokies seven years ago and did tons of content on Great Smoky Mountain National park on the RV atlas but it's it's seven years old at this point so frankly we are really excited to go back and to to kind of freshen up our Great Smokies content but well, I mean one thing I'll say and then we'll move back into Maine there are just so many amazing camping options in Great Smoky Mountain National Park both within the park and the NPS system and and privately owned um, so we'll after we get off recording this episode we'll talk a little bit about the Great Smokies so anything else on Moose Creek um before we move on to booth bay craft brewery tap house and rv in booth bay Maine,
2: i don't think so i think let's hop into the yeah this
1: one this one's a fun one so i'm excited to get into booth bay craft brewery because that's exactly what it is it's a craft brewery and tap house with rv spots um that they created they tended to have a lot of RVer stop through and so over the years I said well let's just build a little campground for all these campers and so it's literally right next door to the uh, top house and the brewery and it's on mid-coast Maine in Booth Bay um, which is a, a beautiful location just a few miles down the road from Booth Bay Harbor um, and so, yeah, it, it has kind of everything as mm-hmm. adult, maybe not the best for if you have family and kids, but if you're an adult or meeting with some other, um, front campers, it's a great location for a lot of reasons.
0: It sounds almost like a harvest hosts kind of spot, right? They- <laughs> kind of, but they have full hookups.
2: Yeah. That's they have amazing. Yeah. 13 RV sites, um, two water and electric, but then the 11, the rest of them are full hookups. They got pulled through, so big rig friendly and and back ends. And they actually do have a Harvest Host, I think, site that's just dry. Um, so if you're a member of that, you can check that out. Um, but yeah, like Tyler said, next to their brewery and tap house, um, they have daily brewery tours, uh, which is pretty cool to learn the process behind that. Um, really delicious pizza, like farm fresh very food. good pizza like their food is really delicious barbecue um bocce ball courts as well i would disagree with tyler i feel like i saw kids playing like in that little beer garden area because it's grassy and fun um so just like a really cool unique rv camping experience that you don't come across very often
0: i feel like this is kind of the future of of rv culture to some degree or these very alternate alternative type of uh quote unquote campgrounds, you know, like, I mean, like, like Tyler said, like, this is a brewery with RV sites. It's not, it's not a RV park with a brewery. Um, yeah. so the more options like this, the better, particularly with how, how crowded everything has been. And Booth Bay is, is gorgeous. I mean, when you think of coastal Maine, I mean, uh, Booth Bay is definitely one of the most beautiful parts in that, that mid coast region. And I remember going to the botanical gardens in Booth Bay and, and they were stunning and like, like something you'd see in Europe up almost did you guys get to the botanical gardens
1: we did not no but definitely explored the harbor and yeah it was just beautiful i I think i got up early one morning it was just beautiful foggy morning and just everything you would expect a harbor in maine to, to look and feel like and smell like
2: awesome yeah and it's also it's also not far from freeport I mean, it's only an hour up the coast from Portland as well, but we drove over to Freeport and we're, we were able to do some like LL Bean stuff, right? You know, to, like some shopping. And um, so it's a great location in addition to being a mm-hmm. great campground.
0: I love that LL Bean open 24, 7, 365, I think. yeah, I think it is literally yeah. open all day long, every day, all year.
1: Yeah, the L.L. Bean Mecca. It's quite the shopping experience.
0: Well, what I love about that is it's not just one store. It's actually like there's the fishing store. I mean, It's yeah. been a while since I've been there, but there's like multiple buildings to, based on the theme yeah. of yeah. what they're selling there.
2: And the big giant bean boot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We spent a lot of time there and a lot of money there, um, but it definitely prepared us for our fall camping in Maine. So we got, you know, the flannels and all the the gear we needed um, to enjoy Maine to its fullest.
0: Awesome. Any final thoughts on the Booth Bay craft brewery tap house and RV in Booth Bay?
2: Um I think just mentioning that it is family owned um it is up our alley in terms of that small campground feel you're talking to I think a son and father team um and and how you know, they combined their heads and their talents and their skills and created this unique experience. So kudos
1: to them. Yes. And always drink responsibly.
0: Awesome. And, and also this is one of our camp spot locations and it is fun to just go to the camp spot website and look by location, you know, just like uh, search for campgrounds in Maine and see what they have. There's so so many unique offerings. Like I consider myself an expert on this stuff. I have never heard of this place until I saw it in in your notes. So let me put you guys on the spot. You've, you've seen a lot lot of maine and you've, you've seen a lot of the different regions of maine and like i said um we have a, f- a friend's family and they oh they don't want to go to acadia because it's too crowded yet i'll say till the day i die that acadia is my favorite place in all of new england um mm. if not all of the entire eastern half of the country so what's what was your favorite part about maine your favorite section location geographically
1: oh man um, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, just being up in the area of Wild Fox and how remote that was and just the lakes. And I remember just sitting out at our campsite, campfire, and we were like the only ones there because it was pretty late in the fall when we went and we were just hearing loons on the lake and just wildlife um, all over the place. Um, so I, I would say just that because it's the experience that I remember having and the campfire that we really enjoyed there?
2: I would copy him. I should have said it first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that Wild Fox location was amazing. And my favorite part was, like, I was determined to see a moose I was like, like we because we hadn't seen a moose it was our second third time actually I can't remember in New England area and we hadn't seen one and I was like I'm gonna do this and so uh, I kind of mocked her she's
1: like okay we're gonna go for a drive and we're gonna go find a moose I'm I like yeah it that's the universe I was like that's not how it works but okay we'll give it a shot <laughs>
2: I willed it into the universe maybe
0: that is how it works
2: because <laughs> we did
0: not see a moose in Maine and we did not do that
2: It was sort of just like a foggy morning. We went for a ride and around the corner from the campground, there's sort of a marshy area. And that's where they like to feed in the morning. And um, we literally I mean, we we, I think we startled each other. We startled each other. The moose was like, oh, my gosh. And we were like, oh, my God. (laughs) It was like right by the road. It was crazy.
0: You guys are pointing something out that's that's really great, too. So, you know, I just asked you, what was your favorite? Thing to do your favorite place to go to in Maine and you pointed out a place that's really not crowded And I've just there's been so much complaining in the RV culture and camping culture these last two to three years about how crowded everything is. And I'm I'm frankly not to get cranky, but frankly, I'm just sick of hearing people say that everything's crowded because not everything is crowded. There's so many places to go and so many places to see that are not, uh, you you know, Acadia National Park on a Saturday in the summer when it is crowded. Um, So, you know, if you want to do Maine and you want to avoid the crowds there are other options, and it's it's just the same for almost every region of the country there are so many great places to go so many great great places to camp where you can get sites and there aren't these massive massive crowds i mean everybody seems to be going to the same places at the same times that's what i'm I, i've I've experienced over the last few years so I love the fact that you guys in all three of these roundups are are giving us some you know off the beaten path recommendations as well so thank you for that
2: yeah absolutely and I agree i mean I just I, yeah, it's a timing issue. And it's a popularity issue. But it's also there's tons of land out there uh, to explore both privately and, you know, federally owned. And, and it's just a matter of sort of doing the research for it. So you know thank you for putting out such great information as well I'm sure it's happening uh, helping a ton of people
0: we just got back from Green Mountain National Forest in Vermont a few weeks ago which we didn't really do any content on it' was just kind of a quiet family trip and uh, we didn't stay at a campground we stayed with friends but we parked everywhere there was parking at every trailhead for every waterfall for every hike you know there's there's so many places to go that are um you know that are not crowded right now so guys thank you so much for another great episode and i really hope to have you back again yeah thank you so much we hope we can be yeah oh absolutely and tell everyone where we can follow you where we can find your work and your photography etc etc
1: um so our website one y1.com it's one e1 that's our name but it's spelled o-n-e-y O-N-E dot com. So I'm sorry if that's confusing. <laughs> um, but that's where a lot of uh, our photos will be. We've been doing a lot more videos this summer, which has been a fun experience. And um, that's where all our social media accounts will be located as well.
2: I want to plug my uh, little side project. And it's so tiny. I can't even stress to you how small it is. I started an Instagram account called Historical Camping. And I basically dive through um, different university library of congress archives national park archives and say and share um you know photos from way back when of people camping some black and white photography um so it's been sort of a fun little hobby that i've had so if you're a History nerd like me, historical camping on Instagram.
0: Oh, my God. You just got to follow out of May because I am totally a, a historical camping nerd. Like I am like your ideal like follower. I'm, we are I'm so into that, that stuff. stuff. I, I, love, <laughs> I love I love it. <laughs> what, yeah. what? Beautiful
1: photos. And it's just crazy to see like what camping looked like and. You know, it's not that old of an industry because before it was a way of life and then it became a recreation. And so it's really cool to see just what that looked like.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to, to follow you. That's, this is, I, I'm kind of like nerding out right now. One thing that that really gets me is seeing pictures of campgrounds, like let's say in the late 60s, early 70s. And the, so, I've seen pictures where it's a sea of pop-up campers and you realize how incredibly popular and how many popular pop-up campers were sold in the 60s and 70s and obviously that's completely changed now you pull into a campground and you're like oh look there's a pop-up camper you know i mean there's maybe not that few of them but there's certainly not that many so uh, well i look forward to to following you and i look forward to having you guys back on the show
2: Uh, well thanks for having us it was nice to talk and chat and catch up
1: yeah enjoy the rest of your summer
0: yeah you too absolutely thank you so much tyler and kendra A big thank you for listening to this episode of the RV Atlas and a big thank you to our sponsors, to Neighbor, The Thetford Corporation, Camp Spot, Yogi Bears Jellystone Park Camp Resorts, RV Snaphead, and Go RVing. To find out more about the topics discussed in this show, head on over to the rvatlas.com. And to join the friendliest group of RVers, head on over to the RV Atlas group on Facebook. If you enjoyed this show, please consider leaving us a review over at iTunes, and we'll see you at the campground.